we've talked about the Lakers. Um, Lakers' former point guard, Dennis Schroeder, who is now the Raptors' current point guard, is actually joining us on the show. So, um, Dennis, what's going on? Hey, how you guys doing? We're, do- we're doing well, Dennis. I appreciate you joining us. Um, I understand the plan is that uh, you'll be joining us fairly frequently. So, welcome to, I guess, your first weekly appearance. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to get us started here. So, you, you treated the fans to an incredible debut, right? Um, 22 points, 7 assists. Hit a clutch three in the fourth quarter, some big assists down the stretch, some pretty great defense as well. Uh, how did it feel for you? Because I think for all of us, we were all very happy. Yeah, I mean, it felt great. I mean, first game uh, in front of the home crowd. I think it's a very special home opener um, at the house and um, very confident about uh, our group. Um, love the coach, uh, coaching staff, organization. Everything is really structured, and um, I'm looking forward to, you know, um, playing tonight against Chicago, and um, that's another important one. Dennis, you mentioned the home crowd at Scotiabank Arena. I'm sure that felt good. How did it hit to have Herbie Kuhn, the PA announcer, uh, announce your name now that you're on the Raptors side of things? I know you had gotten a kick out of his pronunciations in the past. I'm sorry. I couldn't understand what you were saying. You was breaking up. Oh, sorry. Uh, the, the PA announcer, Herbie Kuhn at Scotiabank Arena, I know you had gotten a kick in the past out of how he's pronounced your name uh, so effectively and so specifically. Did that hit a little different now that you're a member of the Raptors? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, always great when somebody says my last name uh, the right way, you know, and um, every time when I played in Toronto, when I was with a different team, I was always, you know, happy to go to Toronto because he's the only one in the NBA who's saying it right. Um, so I'm really excited to, you know, uh, every home game that uh, somebody's there who's saying it right. So um, very excited. Yeah, Dennis, I, I already have to apologize because you told me in person how to pronounce it when we interviewed you in Vegas. Um, yeah. And then this morning, literally, I was talking to my girlfriend, just like preparing for the show. And I'm like, I'm going to interview Dennis and I'm going to practice just how to say his name like four or five times. Let me hear. Schroeder. Let me hear. Schroeder. Schroeder. Oh, man. It's, it's difficult, man. This is, you know what? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get it eventually. I'm going to get it eventually. You know, you had practice yeah. with Jakob Pertl as well. That one's somehow a little bit easier. You know, I'm 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 talking German with him right now. Uh, every <laughs> single game, practice, and uh, oh, yeah? it's always great to have someone. Yeah, yeah. I, I he think... speaks fluently, and um, nobody understands us on the court. Coaching staff always looking at us. So, oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's nice. Um, okay, yeah. Actually, we wanted to ask you a little bit in terms of just like your, um, I mean, your experience. Obviously, this summer with Germany was so great, and um, you know, I understand you're a huge, huge star there. Uh, in addition to being like obviously very well known here as well, but in Germany is a different level. Um, that level of success in, in that you had with Germany, how does that like change your confidence? Like, was your confidence always there, and you finally got to show it at that level with Germany leading them to the World Cup, um, or is that something where it's like you did so well and now you have even more confidence to sort of continue it on here for the Raptors? I think confidence is always there. I think uh, in the league, uh, you know, you need confidence to stay in this league uh, a long time and uh, believe in your work. And, um, of course, uh, the national team that we won last year, the bronze medal in the European Championship, and this summer um, the gold medal is, of course, uh, something, you know, what we all waited for and um, that we're glad that we won it because it means a lot for the country. Um, it never happened before. And, um, yeah, that I'm coming back here, of course, I'm going to be uh, ultra-aggressive, ultra-aggressive. 
um, confident, um, but I'm confident about this this whole group because, I mean, like I said or mentioned, the coaching staff and coach doing a great job of um, playing similar to what we did in the, in, the, in the summer with the national team. So moving the ball, playing defense, one of our defense, you know, give it rebounds, kick it ahead, everybody's touching it, moving it. Um, that's, that's unique basketball uh, nowadays. Um, I mean, there's a couple of teams out there who plays like that, but it's really hard to guard. So I'm really looking forward to uh, um, being in that system and given, um, earning the trust from coach as well um, that, you know, I can be out there being myself. And, um, I mean, I'm out here, you know, this year to prove people wrong. And um, we wasn't on the map, and that's great with the Toronto Raptors this year. Um, that motivates us as a group. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Dennis, you mentioned some of the similarities in principles between the way Germany played, the way Coach Darko wants to play. Your particular role, obviously with Germany, you're the lead scorer there, right? You are, I know Franz has a big role and there are other capable scorers, but you're the guy who has the ball in his hands when, when they need a key bucket. With this Raptors team, you're shifting into more of a, you know, you're, you're still able to score, but but a lower usage role, more of a, a distributor and help guys get into their spots. How has that change been for you, you know, going from the role you had with the Lakers to this larger scoring role with Germany and now back to a role with the Toronto Raptors? I think it's, it don't change. I, I play my game and um, I'm a first uh, pass point guard who reads um, the game and uh, whatever is um, asked for me to do if it's taking five shots only or 10 shots or 15 shots, I would do it because I read the game and I just try to, you know, get the best option as possible in every pick and roll. And, um, of course, we got so much talent here in this locker room with Scotty Barnes, Siakam, Ananobi, uh, Gary Trent off the bench. Uh, we got so many people, Jakob Pertl, uh, putting pressure on the room after um, screening and rolling. Uh, we got so much, you know, um, so much quality and talent in this room. But end of the day, I just try to be myself. And um, that's what Toronto asked me to do as well, because they know I'm capable of, you know, putting people in position and playing the right way and playing um, winning basketball. So um, I'm just, you know, try to do that every single game. Yeah. Well, it seems like you guys are having a great time around the Raptors because in preseason, already by preseason, everyone's already doing the free celebration. So I wanted to ask you, how did this free celebration come about? And after this, I want you to teach us a little bit of how to do the free celebration properly because I know Grady hit the wrong arm. But tell us through yeah. like your signature celebration because this is very cool. Um, I mean, it started uh, off a Buwe game. Uh, it's a car game yeah. uh, with everybody, like 80% of the, the NBA plays. And, um, I mean, it's uh, similar to spades. You you know, um, it's like uh, with books. And when you have Ace King behind it mm. in your hand and you got already a book, you're winning the pot, whatever is in the pot anyway. And uh, we got it from there because that's where we uh, always said freeze. Um, and, uh, I mean, we uh, was joking around, you know, having a great time with the Lakers last year, played a lot of, you know, cards and stuff. And, Braun, AD, me, um, Austin Reeves, uh, everybody who was playing um, was hitting the freeze every single time. And then we mm. played in in, in Portland, uh, was down 30 at half and uh, came back all the way. And I had a big three in the fourth 
to go up five, I believe. And uh, that's when I started, you know, um, hitting the freeze. Um, and since then, we just kept it going. And I watched the game last night from the Lakers, and yeah. they're still doing it. You know? and, uh, I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's just great. I'm not saying it's just, you know, mine. It was a whole team thing. Yeah. Uh, everybody having fun, and it builds chemistry as well. And um, everybody here with the Toronto enjoying it already in practice when they hit the three. They're hitting the freeze already, so um, it's, I mean, it's just great. Yeah, well, we saw Grady do it. You know, Grady's a rookie; he'll learn. You know, it's it's with your shooting hand, so you know the the right arm. Uh, I saw Garrett Temple hitting it on the bench as well. So it, it's honestly, it's great. Um, you know, and and I do hope that uh, I don't know. I hope you find some card buddies in Toronto as well. Um, but, you know, I definitely know LeBron's a, definitely a big card player. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Alex is itching to get back in the conversation <laughs> now that we're talking about playing like, cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another great thing around the team, right? We, we saw the celebration for Darko after the game. Um, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, from the player's perspective, did you guys all know you guys were going to do that? Like, whose idea was it to come up to do that for Coach? Um, you know, we'll start there, actually. Yeah, I had um, I had an interview um, on the court. So okay. right when I got in, uh, like 20 seconds later, um, Darko just sprinted in and jumped, you know, and uh, was really excited about getting the first win. And we didn't even talk about it, really. But okay. I seen Scotty Barnes already with a bucket. Ooh. And, uh, I mean, I did it last year for coach uh, in uh, Darvingham in, in the, uh, with the Lakers. Um, but that I didn't, I didn't really um, see who you know talked about it. Probably uh, the OGs, uh, <laughs> Garrett uh, Temple and uh, Daddy is young. Um, but I mean, it's, it's it's great. That's what I'm saying. It builds team chemistry. Um, everybody being happy for each other. And um, I mean, coach deserved that one for sure uh, for the first game. Dennis, you obviously have a relationship with Coach Darko going back to your OKC time. Um, how how has that helped with your transition to the Raptors here? What did you know about Coach coming in here, and what have you learned about him? I mean, it makes it easy for me. I mean, I'm always a guy who want to be comfortable and uh, who plays at his best when he's really comfortable and know his people around him. And Darko, he's all about the right things. You know, family person like I am. He got two uh kids wife um i mean uh, i mean i got three kids but uh <laughs> i mean he just you know asked me about uh the family every single time and it's genuine like you can tell like he cares about it um asked me to go to dinner with him and we did that you know five years back when i got to okc he called me right away um i'm inviting you to tonight you know at that day when i got to okc um, me and my wife, uh, we grabbed dinner with him. And since then, you know, we just um, kept building a relationship. And it's always great um, to have a coach who trusts um, you and trusts your work and what you're about. And he knows exactly that I do everything in my power to win a basketball game. And that you have somebody like that, you just, you know, feel free, um, play free and um um, being comfortable in that uh, position, situation I'm in. Right. Well, I mean, I think it was interesting uh, talking to a couple of people about just why the Raptors chose to hire Darko. One of the things that really came up was just he's so personable. He's able to build these really strong relationships with players. And I don't know, I guess I just didn't appreciate that, like, not all coaches, like, you know, take this kind of effort to go out to dinner, meet the family, like, and, and really, like, over time, even when you're not even on the same team anymore, 
still maintain that contact. And uh, I think that, yeah, Darko seems like a per- people person, first and foremost, which is really cool. Um, I want to ask you too. And keeping hey, people yeah? accountable. Sorry, you're keeping people accountable. It don't matter if it's the, you know, the best, uh, the number one guy or the, the 13th guy on mm. the team, you know? And I think that's uh, really... Like, I really appreciate that when a coach keeps people accountable and make sure that everybody is still in line. Um, of course, he love him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but and at the end of the day, when something has to be said, he's not afraid to say it because he got that great relationship with guys. And he knows that or uh, keep telling people that he don't want to, you know, keep people down. Like, he want to lift them up by saying yeah. um, the right things and the, the honest things as well. Yeah, that's important, man. That's how you earn respect, too, because you can't treat yeah. the star player differently than you treat the 13th guy. Uh, last thing in terms of practice before we want to go to your, your vlogs, because I've been watching the <laughs> vlogs, too, and maybe I've got to learn a little German from that. Um, the the post-practice shooting battles, right? Every time I'm in practice, and you know the media are on, like, the one side of that wall right there, you're always yeah. at the, the side that's, like, really close to the media, and it's you, uh, Garrett Temple, usually, uh, Malachi, uh, I've seen Ron Harper with that drill as well. Um, yeah, just take us through. What is this three-point shooting battle you guys are doing after every game? Or after, I mean, after first of all, Ron, Ron just picks spots. Like, he just comes and goes when <laughs> okay. he wants to. Uh, no, but, um, I mean, that's another, like, a chemistry thing. Okay. Um, just, uh, of course, shooting, but it's like talking, doing, everybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. shooting. Everybody's just, you know, um joking around but it's, it's, it's um a thing i learned from russell westbrook when i was in oh. okc that was the same game we played um and he um put me in that game he played it with paul george raymond felton and me uh, myself and uh since then i've been doing it everywhere i did it with the lakers with boston you know with everyone and um i think it's just um to come together of course to still shoot and get better but to joke around a little bit and have fun with it as well yeah, I see. Uh, I see you, Malachi, always go at each other a little bit. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I gotta take care of him. But at the end of the day, we always competing in uh, yeah. in practice, and uh, everybody's competitive in the locker room. So um, everybody wanna um, get a W. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, man. There's definitely a lot of times where Malachi's trying to shoot that three, and you, you know, you're, you're hitting him a little butt tap, or you're like, you know, you like <laughs> slide a little contest in there. I see you, man. I see. You. I'm right but, there. I but, see. But I see you. Before, before he catches the ball, though, that's very important. That's right. That's right. You, you got to. It's like that. It's gonna be way worse in game time, you know. So you know, you got to practice hard too. Okay. We only got like three yeah. minutes left with you, so we're gonna go with the vlog really quickly. Been watching the vlog. If you haven't seen it already, it's on YouTube. Just search Dennis Schroeder, and you you will find the vlog, and it's it's out quite regularly too. Um, last time I was watching, yeah. and I realized, I was like, yo, how many people live in your house? Like, not to get in your business, but it, there is a lot of videos of you, like, in the, in the home. And it was like, you guys mm-hmm. having dinner. There's, like, like at least seven of you guys. So, you, you know, like, just take us <laughs> through that. Like, it must be a really lively experience at home. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's how I grew up, you know, uh, being around my family, um, my friends. And, I mean, I got three kids myself now. I got my wife. That's five people. Then... I got my um, longtime friend. I mean, I know him since I'm like eight or nine. He mm. doing all my digital stuff, all my YouTube stuff. But at the end of the day, we friends. But he works for me. And um, that's Joel Vision. He got his own YouTube channel as well. My wife as well. Yep. Um, then I got my driver. Uh, know him since the Atlanta days. Yeah. Uh, my second year. Um, and he lives there too. And then I got my two nannies, but my two nannies, they don't live with me, but they, 
always um, they always uh, of course uh, at the house and uh, take care of the kids if we if we need help and right now I got my um, two nephews and one niece here they came from Germany because they got uh, school holidays oh. and it's always a full house um, and uh, I think that's always great to keep everybody close and to have a relationship with your family and I think that's very important uh, or the most important in my life. Dennis, my only question about the vlog, while the weather still allows for it here, are we going to see you skating uh, around Toronto a little bit? We got a couple good skate parks here. Ooh, uh, that's a tough one. I think Masai <laughs> and Bobby not going to like that one. Yeah, we're not going to see this on record. What are you doing? I mean, it's not that long ago <laughs> yeah. you were posting highlights uh, of you, no, of no, you no, out no, there. No, so. no, no, that didn't happen. That's going to that's gonna be a tough one, but uh, in the <laughs> summer for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think last time we spoke, you said you, you could do a 360 flip or something like that. So I, I definitely want to see that uh, eventually. I got, yeah. I got you. Yeah. All right. Last one, I, I think, um, before we let you go, because obviously you got to prepare for the game tonight. Big game against Chicago. You guys want to keep winning. Um, you said in the video something that was really interesting because you, you came back from the home opener. You got home. You're watching. You're having dinner. You got the iPad out and you're watching, I think, I don't know, like Wemby, his debut. I guess everyone will want to watch Wemby. Um, and you were being asked about sort of how you uh, feel about the Toronto fans so far. And you said something really interesting. You said, uh, you know, tr- uh, Raptor fans are really nice. You won't get ripped if you struggle. And then, you know, you have to understand that, like, players are people. Um, and that's really important to sort of, like, keep that balance of, you know, you got to support and still rap with people even if they're struggling. So, um, yeah, just take us into that. I mean, I-, I guess this is a much larger conversation. We'll have you on lots so we can follow up on this too. But, it must be like an incredible amount of feedback, both positive and negative, you get as, as such a public figure. Yeah, I mean, first off, uh, everybody in the NBA is just human beings, you know. And I, I always, you know, on social media, there's so many memes. I mean, I, I experienced it, you know, uh, when that false um, news, the fake news came out, or false news came right. out with the with the Lakers deal, and I mean that that one and a half years after, like between that time when it came out to one and a half years, that was like my worst, you know, like my worst one and a half years of my life probably. People just you know talking about my name, and um, it was just uh, was terrible to see how people really moving uh, these days and didn't know the real compass, uh, the real the real story either and that people just you know um making memes out of uh, or they are happy when people um you know fail mm. and uh i mean that was my experience uh, about that situation but i mean to come to toronto we didn't struggle yet because we won uh, every preseason game and yep. then this game but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I talk to a lot of, you know, players and um, the people in the organization, and um, that's what they told me. And I experienced it my first game, you know, my first uh, regular season game already. Um, but at the end of the day, not everybody or not every player can have a great game or a perfect game. Sometimes when you struggle, um, it would be nice, you know, when the fans behind you and say, no, we believe in you or whatever, you know, um, and not going uh, what I had the last couple of years where people saying, no, you suck or you, you know, and that's that's just not, either you're a fan or you're not with with us. And um, that's how I, you know, see it. And uh, don't change it when, you know, when I become now or I became 
the world champion of Germany where hey. everybody now and say, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really appreciate that to be honest. But at the end of the day, that's the world, that's uh, the world we live in right now. And I just take it as that and being professional. That's right. Dennis, appreciate your perspective. We'll call you next week, buddy. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Go get that one tonight. All right.